Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two of the program here. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And the moment we've all been waiting for, we always kick off hour number two with Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson, the owner and operator of Circa. Resort and Casino, the Golden Gate and the D, and his fearless operations manager of Circus Sports, Mr. Benson. And boy, gentlemen, four weeks left. This is getting really nervy. This is contest uh, hot spot here with just four weeks left remaining. And I imagine a lot of ladies and gentlemen very interested in this particular segment to see how things shake out as we head into the final quarter of the season. Jeff, uh, of course, we always start with you. We reveal the top five consensus plays for the Circa Million, and this is week two of the final quarter, a five-week quarter, so one week in the books. A lot of people, it was very interesting in contest play. I know it was brutal for sports books all over town, including you guys. Um, the contest picks at both the Westgate and the Circa went one and four, the consensus plays. So it, it was kind of a uh, dichotomy there where there was so much success for a lot of sports bettors, but not so much uh, as far as the consensus plays in the contest. We'll see what happens this week. Who are the five most popular plays in the Circa Millions, Mr. Benson? Yeah, a couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, obviously, you referenced this is week two uh, of the last quarter of the season. 
Uh, we had 221 entries uh, in the first week, go 5-0. and 0. Uh, So cer certainly a good start for them uh, as they uh, aim for the $171,750 uh, quarterly prize. Uh, and then we have a new leader uh, who took back the lead. Uh, he was an individual who was in the lead earlier this season, uh, Hannibal Barca. Uh, he actually has two entries, uh, and his first entry is 51 and 19, uh, roughly 72.8%. He's in solo first, and then his second entry uh, is in solo second oh, uh, wow. at 50 uh, and 20, a little less at 71.4%. So certainly a good week for him last week. Uh, he regains the lead uh, as we kind of come down uh, the home stretch. And it's very interesting. Uh, I'll ask you, James, uh, what about, and you've been in that position before. Of course, you've won a super contest the year you followed up and finished third. If you had two entries there, are you going oppo sides? I mean, there's got to be some strategy when you're sitting pretty like that in first and second. I think right now you're feeling really confident about you're feeling really dialed in of finding these games week in and week out and picking winners of not going five and zero each and every week, but feeling like you got a good handle on where you're going and you have momentum. And I think there is there is something to be said. We know that the NFL is a week to week league, but when it comes to when it comes to picking games within the contest, there is I, I know I felt momentum each and every week when I was having those four and ones repeatedly four and ones. You're just feeling confident and you're feeling more decisive about doing that. The hard part is to start looking that and saying, all right, now do I want to – it's hard enough to pick five games. We know that even if you're feeling really confident and you're on a roll, now do you want to add to that maybe not so much going oppo, but if you're trying to pick additional games for your other entry, I think for me, if I was sitting in that position, I'd probably just be keep di being dialed in and keep doing what I'm doing and just stick with the same five. If it ain't broke, right? That's All right, right, Jeff, how about the most popular five consensus plays in the Circa Millions? Yeah, obviously, certainly an interesting week. Uh, a lot of COVID news, a lot of line moves. Uh, so certainly some interesting uh, selections here at the top five in terms of counts by popularity. Uh, number one overall was the Packers minus five and a half versus the Ravens. Uh, that had a total of 1,427 selections. Working our way down, surprised to see this one. Uh, the Colts minus two, uh, a Saturday game. Uh, they play tonight versus the Patriots. That had a total of 1,127 selections. The Vikings minus three and a half versus the Bears with 1,075 selections was number three. Number four was the Bills minus ten and a half versus the Carolina Panthers with 1,064 selections. And then last but not least, the Steelers at home against the Titans. That had a total of 1,029 selections. So to recap one more time, uh, week 15, circa million three uh, consensus picks. Packers minus five and a half, Colts minus two, Vikings minus three and a half, Bills minus ten and a half, and the Steelers pick them. Yeah, we've seen so much line movement, rescheduling, so much volatility in the market this week. A couple of these picks are not surprising to see the Packers there uh, as the number one most popular pick, James, at five and a half, because now in the market they're really laying seven points. And then you've also got the Minnesota Vikings, three and a half here in the contest, but as high as six and a half in the live market. Any of these plays surprise you a little bit, James? And, and I'll tell you one that surprises me is the Colts, because I figured that game would be really split, all right, down the middle. I figured there was people, there's a lot of people on the Patriots, a lot of people on the Colts. I didn't know if one would ascend uh, over the other. 
Yeah, I am kind of surprised it is the Colts. I didn't I haven't I didn't play that side. I could make a case for either of those teams winning that football game on Saturday night, but think that it's just a really challenging week when you're going into this just knowing that you just don't know who's going to be available for so many of these teams and all the rescheduling going on. I didn't the only one that I have out of these consensus plays is the Steelers. That's the only play that I have. Not that I'm trying to find opposite plays or go contrarian here, but I I think as far as the number one consensus, that one's not a surprise. You're thinking about Green Bay Packers, how they're getting healthier outside of the the bad toe and whatever's going on with Aaron Rodgers' foot, but all the injuries that are there for the Baltimore Ravens on both sides of the football, quarterback position as well, and the fact that Green Bay controls its own destiny to be the number one seed in the NFC and get that first round by, I think that's a a lot to play for as well. So not surprising from that standpoint when we're talking about Green Bay being the top pick. Yeah, right. I think I think when you also look at it, it's kind of interesting to see those Tuesday games, how many selections were actually on both teams. Uh, obviously, I think you know having those games moved a couple of days back, they're still within the contest week. Um, but I think there was some game theory there, and uh, obviously, you know, if they're not scheduled and played within that contest week, you know, you do get the half point. Uh, but I think to sacrifice that half a point of equity uh, in terms of not having a full guaranteed win on some of these games was maybe why some of those contest players, um, you know, skewed from picking those games uh, when you look uh, a little bit deeper down the card. Still, you know, 732 contestants on the Rams. You've got 576 uh, contestants on Washington. So uh, not avoided completely, not as as low a count as you see on like a Thursday game or something like that. So I, I think you're right. There could be some game theory there for sure. Waiting until a Tuesday yeah. start. All right. Time to go with Circus Survivor, Mr. Stevens. Your turn. Who uh, We've got four weeks left, of course. 23 entries remain. No blood last week. Everybody advanced with all, of course, the favorites moving on in week 14. So here we go for week 15. Yeah, all 23, uh, all 23 survivors from last week made it through and uh, really weren't that many sweats. Uh, as we looked at this week, um, not surprised on uh, the number one selection. We had kind of speculated on this but the Miami Dolphins are uh, the number one selection this week with 20 with 12 out of the 23 uh entrants selecting Miami um the second most selected uh team was a bit of a surprise with the Arizona Cardinals having five out of the 23 selections uh then we went with the San Francisco 49ers that had three and then we had uh three single plays um each on Jacksonville uh, Tampa Bay and uh, and Minnesota. Uh, Tampa only had four um, four of the twenty three entries um, had Tampa available, so one of those four selected Tampa. So uh, again, six teams going in this weekend, uh, and Miami is uh, more than fifty percent of the remaining survivor pool. The uh, Jaguars pick is certainly very interesting. What were the odds that the Jaguars would ever get picked in Circus Survivor this season? But you mentioned the Cardinals. You're surprised by that one because, of course, they are playing on Christmas Day. They will host the Indianapolis Colts. And, and as far as the Cardinals, just about everybody left either has them or Green Bay. Now, Tennessee and uh, San Francisco will play on Thursday. Just about everybody has one of those teams available. but, but Yeah, exactly. I mean, early on in the season, it looked like uh, the Cardinals were the team you really had to hold back on. But as things have evolved, uh, maybe it looks like more like Green Bay's the, the the one you want to hold back on. 22 out of the 23 entrants had either Green Bay or Arizona. And almost all had Tennessee available. So I think what we're seeing here is there is a, a bit of a thought, at least on behalf of five of the entries today, 
they're saying, okay, I don't need I don't need Arizona anymore for Christmas because I have an alternate plan, which has to be probably would have to be Tennessee, I, I would assume, um, because they're gonna they're gonna sacrifice the Cardinal play right now, while while uh, you know while taking um, a team that's a twelve and a half point favorite going in. And there is one contestant left of the 23 that doesn't have either Arizona or Green Bay available. So obviously on Christmas, they'll be playing the Titans or the Niners. Yeah, um, that, that's, uh, that's what it looks like. I mean, that, that one particular, uh, one particular uh, entrant has the ability to really change a little bit of the thought process of the rest of the players because they know that somebody's taking something else. Have you guys been fielding a lot of questions the last couple of weeks as this does get down to the nitty-gritty, just 20-something people left the last few weeks? Uh, have people been chiming in? And, and, of course, you guys have now put up that in the market where you can come down here and bet on, you know, yes, this team will win, this will be a tie. Uh, I mean, that really gives people an option. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that Matt Metcalf, uh, CB, Jeff, uh, Jeff Benson uh, were able to put this up. So, you know, we heard uh, we heard uh, from Joe Pita, we heard from uh, Gail Alexander, and you know, we've talked about it. We did this last year on the very last week of the season, um, at the very last week of the season. But we're gonna we're gonna um, put a yes no on will there be a tie in every NFL game uh, starting a couple days ago through the rest of the year. So, um, for some of our survivor contestants, we want to make sure they they've got that. Uh, that little needle uh, needle in a haystack covered. Yeah, Customer service. And it's really cool. You know, we have people reach out, you know, through Twitter and things like that, and they want to come down and they want to bet. You know, it's kind of cool to see how they hedge, you know, with, you know, the amount of money they're putting on the tie, you know, what they're putting on the money line, you know, the the opposite team that they're playing and things like that and kind of maneuvering. And like, you know, Derek said, you know, listening to Joe Pita and Gil and through all that kind of contest strategy, it's you know the game theory behind it is really nuanced and it's really cool to follow along. Real quick, we got to get out of here. Have you seen some action on that tie market yet? Absolutely. All right, very good. Another week of hour number two with Jeff and Derek revealing the contest information. We'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment. Have a great weekend, gentlemen. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet.
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, every variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. And James, uh, as you and I very well know, we are down to the final four weeks of the regular season in the NFL, and contest playing gets awful nerve-wracking this time of the year. Uh, if you're right there, you know, at the lead, in the lead, near the lead, I mean, now we have all these quarterly prizes. Obviously, there are new competitions out there. I mean, this is a sweat 
all the way around just for about everybody now and not just the folks that are in the mix to win the darn thing. And and I think it's so wonderful because uh, if you're not having a great season, you do continue to have that opportunity to make some cash, quite a bit of cash with the quarterly prizes. And then, of course, also the booby prize and the Circa Millions. But uh, what are you thinking right now off of, based off of this consensus five picks in the Circa Millions? Were any of it was any of it surprising to you? I mean, is this the time of year where you think a lot of people might just try and take a gamble and go contrarian, or or are you figuring these are pretty popular picks and these are kind Definitely. of status quo? Yeah, I think where you're depending on where you're sitting. Yeah, there's gonna have to be game theory if you're four weeks out and maybe you're a couple points out of the money per se. Maybe not so much out of first place. I think if you're hovering somewhere in that top ten, top twenty range. I think you want to just keep finding the plays and keep winning and winning and hope that some of those other competitors there are just slightly ahead of you find some losses. But as far as being just outside the money, I think that's where you want to start to find some contrarian action because not only do you need you, you need to win your games, but you need to be really on the opposite side of those consensus plays and hope that they go just like it did last week where you talked about they went one and four as far as the consensus plays went. And I think that's where it, that's what really makes it interesting depending on where you're at and then you, you mentioned that not only the leader had two entries but other folks have multiple entries too and how do you try to uh, I, usually if I I don't typically have multiple entries just because for me it's, it's hard enough to find the five and then have to find some other plays to add on to that because um, I don't want to go opposite of, of my two entries per se if I had that but this is where now, yeah, it is nerve-wracking, especially where, wherever you stand, whether you're right inside the money, just outside the money, or right up there near the top of that leaderboard, especially with this age of COVID and the issues that you come out. You might have liked some of those teams, and you, whether it's the Rams or the Browns or the opposite side of any of those games, and then you hear all this COVID news hit. And now you've got to shift your thinking. You probably scratch those games off the board. So that's going to be the challenge because it's not just what's happening this week. We still have three more weeks after this week to just try to survive this area of COVID to get through the regular season for these contests. James, I wrote an article for this week's issue of Point Spread Weekly. I do a weekly column there about contest play. And this week I talked about off of last week where all the favorites came through. I think it was 11-2 and two against the spread, uh, 12, 12 and 12-3 straight up, 11-2 and two or something like that against the spread. But uh, just an onslaught uh, of favorites coming through. And a lot of big favorites as well, 9, 10, 12 points, these favorites covering these numbers. And... We've talked about it a little bit on the show today uh, that you figured the bookmakers were going to adjust a little bit, maybe shade those numbers a little higher this week because a lot of the betting public is likely to gravitate back towards those favorites again, remembering what they saw last week. And you talked about it being kind of on the edge of the money. If you're right there in this contest on the fence to make money or not make money, not necessarily to win the whole thing, but just finish in the money, it could be a good week to gamble and go against some of those big favorites like the Buffalo Bills, like the Dallas Cowboys, uh, like the Arizona Cardinals, because you figure maybe those big favorites, maybe those numbers are a little bit inflated this particular week. I agree, and then just looking at each of the situations for those teams – 
thinking about the Cowboys, is this going to be maybe, I know it's a divisional game, but could that also potentially be a flat spot for them? Just thinking about the big game that they had winning on the road at Washington. Now this is their third straight road game, maybe a little weary legs outside of that defensive line getting after it. Although, you know, for, for someone like me, Brady, who's not adverse to taking big dogs in those situations, but then you look at the quarterback play and we realize why these numbers are as, as inflated as they are thinking about that. I'm thinking about that Giants game because typically I'd be all over the Giants taking that 10 and a half in the contest and feeling like, yes, this is a divisional game at home and you're laying more than 10 are the Cowboys on the road. I'd typically be all over the Giants, but I feel like the Giants are the team that I keep taking each and every week as these underdogs <laughs> you and, me and they can't cover. So <laughs> I, I know. And then Mike Glenn in there. And then sometimes you just get stung. And I know for me, there's a point where I'm just, I'm done with certain team and then a team like the Giants. Yeah. I'm finished with that team, even though that number is really juicy at a contest play at plus 10 and a half. Yeah. I took a hard look at the Giants, but I ended up not putting them on my card either. What about the opposite sides of these top five consensus picks? You've got the Packers as the most popular pick, the Colts the second most popular, the Vikings, the Bills, and the Steelers. The opposite sides would be the Ravens, the Patriots, the Bears, the Panthers, and the Titans. Do you like any of those sides opposite of the top five most popular? Uh, I, th- I think maybe. I mean, that's, I'm thinking about if you're thinking about Minnesota playing the Bears, now that number continues to climb. So you lost any kind of – there's no line value there because I'm looking at that line currently. It's at six in favor of the Vikings, and I know the Bears have a lot of – they've got COVID issues too and a number of injuries. And we're talking about a divisional home dog again like Chicago Bears, and, and they competed for a half last week against Green Bay and ultimately just fell apart in the second half, just couldn't keep up with the Packers. But Minnesota is a team that uh, – is this a team that I want to trust to go on the road and lay numbers like that as a favorite? They haven't played well in Chicago in in the last two decades. I think they're 5-16 and 16 outright losing there in Chicago, and then we know – Kirk Cousins in prime time, in particular on Monday Night Football, is <laughs> yep. not where he likes to be. I think he's one and nine or one and ten on Monday night. Not a good record for Kirk Cousins. So that might be one spot there. Even though the Bears are uh, just a, a complete, they've got COVID issues on the coaching staff as well. That might be the one I would look at. Maybe with the Bears. I think the other side too. We talked about the Carolina Panthers playing the Buffalo Bills and the status of Josh Allen not listed on the injury report. Now later part of the week did have a full practice on. Friday. Friday is does that mean he's fully healthy and they have a big game coming up next week at New England do they run Josh Allen as much as they did last week against Tampa I suspect not so maybe taking a Carolina Panthers team that at least on the defensive side will keep you in games and keep you competitive I think of all of those that's probably the one I would lean towards the most would be the Carolina Panthers what about the uh, top pick there Uh, the Packers of course the most popular play the opposite side being the Ravens now This line, uh, again, probably would have been about three or three and a half if Lamar Jackson was perfectly healthy. And there's still, you know, an unknown if he's going to play or not. But the betting market is betting that he will not play, as we've seen this number get as high as seven in favor of the road team, Green Bay Packers. Um, I actually kind of like the Ravens in this situation because it seems like The Packers are, you know, their stock is very, very high. And, of course, they were just on a primetime game, the second half of that game where they just laid waste to the Bears. 
Aaron Rodgers and company have been making it look easy all season long, and they've really had some close calls. You remember the game was Cincinnati, uh, and they've been covering the number. They're making betters money week in and week out. I think they're the best team in the NFL against the number, but they've been kind of lucky to get there, and you have to be so. Um, I wonder if Baltimore is a sleeping dog here that could surprise some people, but do you take them in a contest? Do you avoid it entirely, James, because you're losing out on a point and a half of value, the contest line versus the actual line? Yeah, I stayed away from this game just with all the injuries for Baltimore. It's fine. It's starting to catch up with them. They've been comp- they've played they play week in and week out. There's no flat spot for that team, even though you just think they have so many high-level games and all the injuries that they've sustained, they continue to give great effort each and every week. But I just wonder, when does that – is this the week now? You're having to play a Green Bay team that that is playing for first place in the NFC to have the, the championship go through Lambeau Field to get to the Super Bowl in the, in the NFC Conference. And I think here – does it just fall short now? I don't suspect Lamar Jackson is going to play. He did not practice all week. You know that ankle sprain is it, – it's not a high ankle sprain, so potentially he can get out there. But he needs his—he needs to be fully healthy on, this, on those wheels. He can't have a flat tire trying to go out there and perform the way that he wants to play, and I suspect he probably doesn't play in that matchup. Typically, I would. I'd like to play that spot there, and sometimes we've seen these teams that come in and they're playing – their opponent has all these injuries, and sometimes they kind of – I think they get a little – emotionally flat from that standpoint too so you might see that with the Packers if anything I might be looking to play the Ravens not so much the contest that's passed but not the contest but playing the Ravens in the first half just feeling like the energy and the effort's going to be there and maybe a little uh, a little flat spot here for the Packers at least for 30 minutes yeah David Bakhtiari still going to be out on that offensive line for the Green Bay Packers I thought we might see him this week if not last week but still listed as out for this game with the Baltimore Ravens we'll come back and we'll dive into one One of the most popular picks, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's up next when we come back on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to check out vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, total, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. Diving back into the Week 15 card in the NFL. And James, the Tennessee Titans coming off of a 20 to nothing shutout of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They will be in Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, who are on extra rest after coming up short on Thursday night in Minnesota. Tennessee is 9-4, and four, currently the two seed in the AFC. Pittsburgh at 6-6-1. Six, six They're still alive in the 11 hole, they are 1-3-1 in their last five games. And I'm sure you recall, they've really shown a tendency to stumble down the stretch the last couple of seasons, have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I made this game one and a half in favor of the road team Titans, and that's just about where all the numbers are. That's where it opened. They opened as one and a half or two-point favorites. My deeper numbers come to Titans minus one, Titans minus one and a half. 
And with all of that said, it looks to be a pretty darn good number in this game. However, it has flipped. Now the Steelers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. 43 is your total. Did you find an edge in this one, Mr. Salinas? Yeah, I'm betting against Ryan Tannehill. I don't see Tannehill being able to go on the road into Pittsburgh and carry this Titans offense to a win. This is not – with Ryan Tannehill now having to shoulder the offensive load because Derrick Henry is on injured reserve and also A.J. Brown, that sure doesn't help Ryan Tannehill in the passing game with A.J. Brown being out again. But in those five games since Derrick Henry has went on the injured list – It's all fallen on Tannehill to have to make plays in the passing game, and he has not delivered. He's thrown for an average of less than 200 yards per game in those five contests, only four touchdown passes, six interceptions. He's been sacked 13 times. I think he's trying to to hang on to the ball and find some plays down the field because the threat of the run game is just not there, obviously, with Derrick Henry being gone. And this is a team that's really beat up. Titans have 16 players on injured reserve. They're going to be without three more defensive starters for this matchup against Pittsburgh. The offensive line's a little nicked up as well at the guard position. And then on the other side with the Steelers. I think the Steelers... What team are we going to see? Are we going to see the team from last week that really just didn't show up in that first half against Minnesota? And it was a really tough spot for Pittsburgh having to travel on the short week after the dramatic and physical game that they had winning and beating, having that win over Baltimore on that Sunday afternoon and then turn right right around going into Minnesota with some of the injuries that they had as well. T.J. Watt went out of that game with a groin injury, I think, early in that first half. But ultimately, I think this is a different spot for the Steelers. I think the, the they were embarrassed by that first-half performance, and then they righted themselves in the second half, came back from 29 points down, and it came down to the last play of the game and needed a two-point conversion if they scored. But the fact that they were able to fight themselves back in that contest in that second half – Obviously, there were some things that were said in that locker room, whether it be via players and most likely uh, Coach Tomlin there. I just think the Steelers at home in this spot at a basically a pick is where we're at. That's what I got it at, as I did take the Steelers as a pick to win this game, partially because I think we'll see that, that much better performance, that second-half performance carries over for the Pittsburgh Steelers that we saw in that Thursday night game in Minnesota, and then the fact that I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill to step up in this game. Steelers are a desperate team. They need to win each and every game to try to fight to get themselves into the playoffs. I think the urgency is there for the Steelers. I think Tannehill fails on the road in Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers that'll pick him. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, and I actually took advantage of that spot last week. I played the Minnesota Vikings because I felt that that was very difficult for the Steelers. After that incredible game against Baltimore, you know, their biggest rival in the NFL to go on the road on a short week and have to muster up all that energy once again. So the got the uh, t- uh, the ticket got home with Minnesota last week, and I'm hoping the ticket gets home with the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I actually used them on a teaser when they were still catching one and a half points. I teased that up to plus seven and a half. So I really like that number there. Uh, Since 2017, the Steelers 8-16-2. I talked about how they tend to falter down the stretch the last few seasons. Since 2017, 8-16-2 against the spread over the last six games of the regular season. Tennessee uh, Tennessee quarterback Ryan Tannehill, he is 2-1 straight up and against the spread in his career versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers have been outgained by four straight opponents, but they are currently on an eight 
three and one against the spread run, however, as a home underdog. And of course, this one, James, was interesting from a contest level where it was one and a half in the contest at the Westgate and Pickham here at Circa. And of course, not surprising to see it one of the most popular picks in the contest because, again, the live market now currently has Pittsburgh as a short favorite. I still don't think it's, if you like Pittsburgh, obviously this is a point and a half less than a field goal. I still don't think it's an awful play. No, I, this, it just comes down to, for me again, for Ryan Tannehill, he's just benefited so much and found a home there in Tennessee, leaving Miami. But so much of that was predicated on the physical nature of that offensive line and that run game with Derrick Henry would open up so many opportunities for Tannehill in the pocket and getting outside the pocket with a lot of the boots that they run to make some plays down the field. And they complimented him with A.J. Brown bringing over Julio Jones this year. Now Jones will be back out there on the field for this match up against the Steelers, but Steelers are getting uh, this for the Steelers. They're about as healthy as they've been all season long. Mentioned TJ Watt, full participant in practice both Thursday and Friday. He's no longer designated with an injury in this game, and they'll also welcome back cornerback Joe Hayden to this matchup. I just think it's going to be tough sledding for the Titans to be able to not that this is going to be a high-scoring game by any means, but I think the other piece that we've seen out of Pittsburgh is when it comes down to, to ben, Big Ben being able to make some plays and call some plays at the line of scrimmage, running more tempo and no huddle offense, that's where they've been able to excel offensively. They did it in the second half against Minnesota on Thursday night. They did that in the second half against Baltimore in that game at home two weeks ago as well. So I think maybe there's a formula there for the Steelers to be able to play with a little more tempo and then the Titans being as banged up as they are defensively. Just not a lot of rotational players. We may see the Titans, if they do run some tempo, do the Steelers offensively, we may see as that game progresses in that second half, the Titans start to run out of gas just because they just don't have the depth due to all those injuries. You know, one thing that led me to this play as well, James, last week, a 20 to nothing shutout over Jacksonville. That looks impressive, but not so much. Trevor Lawrence handed them four interceptions and you can only put up 20 points. I I didn't think the Titans were that dominant in that game, even though they covered the big number, put a shutout on Jacksonville, but uh, that was uh, part of my handicap in taking Pittsburgh this week as well. Uh, Speaking of Jacksonville, uh, the highly anticipated rematch here with the Houston Texans, James. Of course, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars with revenge on their mind, losing as road favorites in Houston in week one of the 2021 NFL season. Of course, Urban Meyer fired as the head coach of the Jaguars earlier this week. And what did the line do? It went higher in favor of Jacksonville. These players, they've got to be thrilled that this guy is gone, and you would think uh, they're going to come out and try to make a statement here uh, without their former coach on the sidelines. My number came to pick them. My deeper dive came to Jacksonville minus two and Jacksonville minus two and a half. And then, of course, the Meyer news hit. Uh, About midweek, we are currently at Jacksonville minus five with a total of 39 you're going to stay away from this one? You're going to jump on that Jacksonville train? Are you going to go contrarian and uh, take the Texans with the big line move in the favor of the Jaguars? I see some sixes now, Brady, wow. in favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars favored by six. I yeah. don't know if we would uh-huh. ever What world that. do we and live in? <laughs> I don't know. I did the, thinking about the Jaguars here, and yeah, I'm sure they're going to be happy that that the that. Myers off the team. He's out of the locker room. All the dysfunction, all the distractions that came with that on the field, off the field with Coach Urban Meyer. And well, that's behind them. And yeah, you know, I think the one thing that we've seen, regardless for the Jaguars, is they've played hard each and every week. You know, this is a roster that's got a bunch of young guys on there, and they want to prove that they can play at the professional level. So they're bringing it, especially on the defensive side. The Jaguars, they they they're pretty they 
they've been finding a pretty good pass rush. They got a lot of speed defensively on that front seven, uh, but it's the offense that's just the disaster of this team. I mean, they they've averaged nine points per game offensively in their last seven contests, and now you're going to say that they're going to be a six, five and a half, six point favorite over. And I know Tex, the Texans are terrible; they can't score either. They can't stop anybody. It's a mess of a team, but. Urban Meyer being gone is one thing, but this is still a bad football team, in particular offensively for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know, just because Urban Meyer's gone, all of a sudden they're going to be able to find themselves and be able to score. Averaging nine points per game offensively the it, last seven games. It's incredible. Games. They've lost six this out of their last seven. This is not a team up. Seven. I'm not nine points that. No, per game. no. no I, I did I'm not touch this game. No, I'm not playing it either. If I bet it, I got to watch it. I'm not going to subject myself to that torture. No play for me. I'll pass. The Texans staff does have quite a history with Jacksonville, either spending time within that organization or coaching against them in the AFC South. If you're thinking of taking Houston on a teaser, teasing them up to double digits, uh, speaking of Jacksonville not being able to score, they have not beaten an opponent by more than nine points in their last 29 games. They've done it only four times in their last 45 games and just seven times in their last 61 games. So Houston, uh, as history will show, should be able to cover double digits if you want to tease up the Texans. We'll be right back with more on the Pro Football Blitz. Stick with us at VSIT. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes 
completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The college bowl season is kicked off, and VSIN has got you covered with all the new information from our college bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, and data predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game or just want to find a few key high-value props, the VSIN College Bowl Betting Guide can give you an edge. Get your digital copy today. Only $19.99 at vcin.com slash bowl guide. And let me tell you, this thing is a gem. The dogs bark, the dogs barking early in the college bowl season. Check that college bowl guide out, vcin.com slash bowl guide, $19.99. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And it's time to get to our best bets for the weekend, week 15 in the NFL. And James, looks like you are, you and I are kind of of the same thinking here with the Patriots-Colts game. I've got a teaser on the Patriots, tease them up to plus 8.5. Uh, that's when they were 2.5-point dogs, of course. Plus 8.5 up on the teasers with the uh, 49ers down to minus 2.5. That's when they, of course, were an 8.5-point favorite earlier in the week. And you're also playing the under in this game, Patriots-Colts under 46, juiced a little bit at minus 115. But, you know, I, I think if the Patriots are going to cover 8.5 points, James, on my teaser leg, uh, it would behoove me to keep this game under the total. And I think that's what you're going to give Bill Belichick, as well as Josh McDaniels, two weeks to prepare for this Colts team going on the road. And I think for Belichick, we uh, – we, we enough said with what he's done in his career, not only in New England, but as a defensive coordinator with the Giants back in the day. I mean, this is somebody who I think it's going to be interesting to see where the Patriots and how they're going to handle the rushing game for Indianapolis Colts. Everything's predicated on Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line. Key injury for the Colts, though, at the center position, Ryan Kelly will not be playing at, to lead that offensive line for the Colts in this matchup. Then on the other side with the Patriots here, 
Yeah, you've got a rookie running back that's going to have to step in and shoulder the rushing load, and then we know rookie quarterback for Mac Jones. And I think what we've seen from Josh McDaniels is just week in and week out. Obviously, only throwing three times a a couple weeks back in that Monday nighter at at Buffalo, basically based on the weather in that game. But they've really come holding Mac Jones along, really designing some interesting play calls for him. He's doing a great job of reading defenses. He's completing 70% of his passes. And I think so much of that is the kid's pretty polished coming into the NFL, but also he's landed right spot there with Josh McDaniels, making it as easy as possible, putting him in positions to be successful. And I think this is where this side here, what do we see out of those two rookies, the shoulder, the offensive load for the Patriots? I think it's a lot to ask as far as scoring here in this matchup with the Colts. But I think on the other side here, Carson Wentz, this is going to be on him to have to make some plays in the passing game, Brady, and we know that sometimes he can revert to back to hero ball. That game's going to feel like a playoff game, and I suspect Wentz will start to fall back into some of those habits that he's had in the past of forcing them throws down the field. So that's where I think there's going to be some plays to be made in the red zone for the Patriots defensively. It's going to be hard for the Colts to score once they move in between the 20s. That's why I like the under sitting at 46. Actually see a 46 and a half, then I'm going to grab a little of that as well playing under 46 and under 46 and a half as well. All right. Talk to me about your player prop. You have a bet on Mike Glennon, who will be in for Daniel Jones, starting at quarterback for the New York Giants as they host the Dallas Cowboys. Big underdogs in this game in the neighborhood of 11-point underdogs are the Giants. You've got him under 196 and a half passing yards. This is just this offense for the Giants. It's not a good offensive line. We know that. And they're they're just beat up offensively. The the wide receiver core, a number of them are not going to play due to either injury and or COVID situation going on with the New York Giants. And then with Saquon Barkley, he is clearly not 100%. He's still fighting through that high ankle sprain that he suffered about six weeks ago or so. And he is not himself rushing the football. And then I just looked at the other side with the Cowboys and that defensive front finally fully healthy. Randy Gregory back on the on one book end of the pass rusher along with Demarcus Lawrence. And that team, that front seven just is the speed, the quickness, the the ferocity. The, the, they're very ferocious up front getting after the quarterback. We saw that against the Washington football team that has a very good offensive line, and they got to Tyler Haneke all, all day last week against him in that backfield. I think that's going to be the same thing for Mike Glennon. I don't know if Glennon survives. not a good quarterback to begin with. I don't know if he survives playing four quarters, playing 60 minutes against that Dallas Cowboys front. And the fact that I think there's been some talk about the, are they going to see, are we going to see some Jake Fromm in this game? Kind of a tough spot to go get Jake Fromm in their second-year player who's never taken a regular season NFL snap before and have to go face that Dallas Cowboys front along with Micah Parsons coming from all every angle you can imagine. I just think Glennon's going to have a long day. Not a lot of targets to throw to, not a good offensive line to stand in front, stand behind, and then not a good quarterback to be with. Yeah, and I think that's part of the handicap right there that you may see Jake Fromm. I mean, whether it's yeah. the second half, the fourth quarter, whatever it is, and not just because Glennon may go down with injury, they might just throw him in there if they're you know losing this ball game by 20, 30 points, what have you. Who knows? I mean, I, I thought last week uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers that Jake Fromm might start that game. So I, I think that plays into it too. If Jake Fromm yeah. does see some time, uh, that bet looks very good there for Mike Glennon to basically basically have less than 200 yards passing 
Uh, let's talk about one more here. And, and it seems like throughout uh, the 14 weeks prior of this program, James, you and I often have a game where uh, I've got a side teased and you've got the other side just on the traditional spread, and we're hoping for it to land in the middle. <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what we've got here. One of your best bets is on the Denver Broncos minus three, and I've got the Cincinnati Bengals teased to eight and a half. I'm just I'm concerned about the Bengals having to come on the road playing in this situation. They played three straight home games, and we saw what happened those last two games. High-level games against the Chargers as well as the San Francisco 49ers, losing both of those games. And now you're going to go on the road and face a Denver Broncos team that has found itself offensively at the point of attack from a physical standpoint, and I think it's a, a great testament and credit to offensive line coach Mike Munchak, one of the best offensive line coaches in the league. If you remember him as a player, is a, a terrific offensive lineman. This is a very physical football team rushing the football the Denver Broncos have become. They have, the last five games, they've averaged over 150 yards rushing the ball, and it's really now with both Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams kind of not having to shoulder the loads exclusively. They get some fresh touches in there, different series that they come in kind of different types of backs as well. But I think here for the Bengals, that's going to be the struggle is to be able to match up physically with the Denver Broncos offensive line, the way that they rush the football. They're going to be without their top rush, their top linebacker again, their top tackler again, Logan Wilson. He was not in the game last week against San Francisco. He's also not going to be in this game against the, uh, the Denver Broncos. And then Joe Burrow. This is going to be a challenge for him to go on the road to mile high and face this Denver defense. Second in the league in points allowed at just over 17 points per game. Joe Burrow has 14 interceptions on this season and is the most sacked quarterback again this year, taking 41 sacks and a number of other hits, just trying to hang on to the ball, read the defense, and make the big plays down the field because he's such a competitive kid. I just think it's a tough environment for him to come in matching up against Fangio and that defense in particular, that secondary for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ranked fourth in the NFL in defensive passer rating. And both of these teams get after the quarterback pretty well. Both have pretty good pass rushes. Um, but both teams also don't protect their quarterbacks very well. So it could be an interesting day for quarterback play here if Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Burrow are uh, taking a lot of sacks. And then you talk about Joe Burrow going up against that very tough defensive secondary for Denver. Maybe that's a look towards the under in this game as well. We'll talk about this game a lot more here as we roll on through the Pro Football Blitz, do our full breakdown of the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Denver Broncos there. Again, I have the Bengals teased to eight and a half. James is on the Bengals minus, th or excuse me, the Broncos minus three as one of his best bets. Uh, another one that you and I agree on James is the Steelers at a pick'em. Uh, I do have the Steelers on a teaser card. I was just looking up who I had as the other leg on that, and I didn't put it up here on the show because it's not exactly fair at this point. I have the Steelers teased to plus seven and a half. I got that when they were a one and a half point dog. I have it with the Cleveland Browns plus seven and a half, and that's when all that COVID stuff came out and the Raiders became a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That's when I jumped on Cleveland there. I really like that ticket now. We, of course, will see what happens on Monday night, how many players the Cleveland Browns will have healthy. But the point is here, you and I both like the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I like this. I like the spot for the Steelers here coming back home. Now they've had extended rest, which they didn't have going into Minnesota after that tough spot and big win against the Baltimore Ravens two weeks ago on that Sunday afternoon. Now they're in a much better place. They're getting fully healthy defensively with Joe Hayden coming back. T.J. Watt not listed on the injury report, so Finally. he's going to be getting after the quarterback. And it's all going to be coming on Ryan Tannehill to have to make plays. I just don't trust him to be able to go on the road in Pittsburgh and be able to go win this game because they don't have the running game anymore with Derrick Henry, we know that, or A.J. Brown. I just can't see Tannehill being able to lead this team on the road to go beat a desperate Steelers team that needs to win out, basically, in a sense, to get into the playoffs. Yeah, and you and I talked about it as well. I think it's kind of a bet against Tennessee as much as it is a bet on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh in a desperate situation to stay in the playoff hunt. Not so much for Tennessee, and they weren't all that impressive last week, even though they shut out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hour number three, coming up. We'll be right back. Stick with us right here at v Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.